feel like, have we ever done an international interview before? I don't know if we have. I can't remember. Um, but I, I do know that we've never done one with the stars of Top Gear. You're so right. Chris, the host. Hello, my friend. How are you guys? And I like the fact that you had to put it in the singular because my co-host is, is still not on the line. So yeah. let's sit Come on. The real question is where the F is Paddy. Yes. Um, right now. <laughs> We've been told he's he's going to be oh. coming along any minute now and that he'll just pop up at some stage in the conversation. So we're all kind of hanging out for that. That'll be a bit of fun. Can you can I just enjoy the silence? Because I when I film with this man, he just chirps at me the whole time. <laughs> it's like it's like facing Shane Warne. It's constant, constant <laughs> banter. And good. so for me now, I'm just enjoying this silence. Well, it's good. You know what? We'll g- I'll give you another few seconds of it. But the reality <laughs> is that uh, you and I are both in a unique circumstance where we rely on someone else as our co-host, as our our work wife or work husband. And you know what? Uh, occasionally they let you down. That's, uh, that's whoa! Just... I've never let you down once. <laughs> that's just part of it. I don't know what you're talking Chris, yeah. That's just part of it. <laughs> I think it is. Um, and, of course, we all know that when you get immersed in these projects like Top Gear or radio show, these people become your surrogate husband or wife. So you spend more time with them than you do your family. That's very true. That's very true. Do you ever feel like Paddy tries to steal the stardom from you? Do you think he tries to, like, you know, elbow you out of the, the shot or anything? Is there anything oh. that you want to come out and say now that he's not around while he's, to, yeah, just while he's off to the phone. stifle you? Well, I tell you what, don't tell him this, but I love it because he's the natural star. He's a showman. He's full of spangly comedy. And, and I love being back of house. It works for me. Fred, Fred's the superstar sportsman. Paddy's the showman. I'm just the weird small one in the background that can actually drive a car and know something about cars. <laughs> so it suits me down to the ground. You're the tech, basically. <laughs> You're our engineer. The one guy in this entire building that knows anything about radio is actually our engineer. The rest of us, we're just clowns. Uh, but the reality is, exactly. uh, Chris, it's a, it is a much... Uh, vaunted uh, and and a really, you know, I, I guess, treasured role. Uh, it's a huge show for the BBC. Um, when you when you got the call or the conversation started to happen that you were going to lead this iconic program, how did that go down? I don't think I've ever led it. I, I, normally, I just lurk in the background. I think, <laughs> We've established um, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I think at the time, it, it, it was, for me, it, was a, it obviously presented itself as a poison chalice because who would want to follow the three amigos because they were so brilliant at what they did yeah. and they defined the brand. And frankly, when you said the word top gear, you saw three other faces. But my inner 17-year-old just said, you can't say no to this because if you'd been offered this when you were 17, you'd have, you'd have killed your yeah. best friends and family yeah. to get the job. <laughs> yeah. So... But the fact is, I had to take it, even though it's been a pretty tricky ride. But do you know what? After five years, we kind of got it back. In the UK, it really has been well received. Now the numbers are good, and it's moved to a different place. And I've, there's nothing more satisfying than taking on a bit of a problem child and fixing it. But that's, there's no more satisfying a thing you'll do in your life. And, and Chris Aris is a prick. Oh wow! He's That's arrived. Patty. That's Patty. We were just here. We were just actually. Oh, the reason there's two of us on the line is that uh, Ellie's the witness. There was a human resources-based complaint about um, workplace impropriety, something of a sexual nature that Chris was detailing. Yeah, Chris was just telling us a lot about you, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, there was oh, no. Oh dear God! Oh, it could be anything. <laughs> the other question, Pad, that was very the other question from them that was very prescient. They said, "Were you a relation of Spock 
from Star Wars because your ears stick out a bit. And well, firstly, firstly, I've got to pull you up there. Spock was in Star Trek, not Star Wars. Oh, oh yeah. I That's mean, it's my an fault. easy mistake to make. I didn't know you the know. difference Star Wars when I asked the, the question. the biggest franchise ever. Mm. <laughs> yes. Rare for the first time ever, two of the BBC's greatest ever programs, the Top Gear and Postman Pat, have come together, uh, Chris. <laughs> and I think that's a, a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> You do sound a little bit like Postman oh, Pat. Wow. Can I say that? Is that is that? Have you well, ever done I've, that before? I've Patty? already insulted him, so let's just keep going. Oh, oh you're saying Chris Harris sounds like Postman Pat? Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. This, yeah. This we'll go Carry on going. I love it. Just keep hold on, abusing hold on, him. Hold on, you two. Hold on, you two. You two have just landed me in a world of pain. Are you saying I sound like Postman Pat? Because that's going to stick. Yeah, well, there you go. You, you, you don't, but if it's... Look, this is the nature of bullying culture. Okay, clearly Patty is a bit of a power broker, and I've decided I'm not going to test him out. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go yeah. after one of the smaller blokes in the prison yard. This is what's happening <laughs> right now. This was just telling I us. like that, and, and we will carry on calling him Postman Pat, although we won't say Pat, we'll say something that rhymes with Pat. <laughs> <laughs> always del- always delivers. Uh, now, gents, um, talking uh, all things cars and, and British TV, I, I, I love British TV. Being a star of British television myself, you were supposed to bring that up, Ellie, but you didn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I was supposed to introduce you to Bex, my co-host here, um, as the fat guy from the Foster's commercials in the UK, because that is his claim to fame. For the last And he thinks you years. guys are from the UK, so surely you would have seen the Foster's ads. Please tell me you haven't, because that would I'll make my day. i something. Ka-ching. <laughs> yeah, You're I, not he's wrong. loaded. He's You're loaded. the dream with them ads, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you look like Postman Pat, and, and I look like someone with a thyroid problem. <laughs> so <laughs> it's under control. <laughs> but is he a celebrity over there? No, no. If, if he was to walk down the streets, would people recognise him as the Foster's guy? Well, I think they would, because when you said the advert then, I instantly knew you were talking about. So oh. I think they would. Yeah, and, and there's and there's. Let's be honest, you get recognised more than Chris Harris. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Oh, Chris, you Actually, still there? no. You know what's going to happen, Patty? I, I think what's going to happen is Chris Harris will get stopped on the tube, and they'll go, "Excuse me," and he'll go, "What? Yeah, hi." They'll go, "Are you friends with the guy from the Fosters ad?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, no, I get that. So when, when we're on location sometimes, because I love being anonymous, when we're on location, people will come up to me like I'm a runner on the show and say. Can you get me Fred or Paddy's autograph? So oh. I just get oh. the autograph and then I go and have a cup of tea on my own. No. But having said not. that, Chris is very big in Ethiopia. <laughs> is that right? We, Why we is that? We filmed in Ethiopia and literally walking through the airport, people were coming over to him asking for autographs. It was It was the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life, but he's big in Ethiopia. Who did they think he was, though? Postman we Pat. have no idea to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't want to they go there. But was, <laughs> they thought I was Christian Ronaldo. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get those vibes from uh, you for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. They didn't for just sure. think that maybe you know Richard Hammond was a bit taller than that. Is that... No, just stop oh, it. You're not supposed okay. to. Do not. Don't, do not. Don't mention the war. No, okay, we'll no. move on from that. Uh, guys, um, I do want to talk about um, all things cars in a way that's inclusive for all of us because the reality is Top Gear has been such an iconic show for so long and, and you guys have done such a good job at, I, I really think, um, bringing it back towards where it should be um, as, a, as a show the BBC and the world are pretty proud of. 
But if we sit around and talk about horsepower and uh, traction and track times and, and, and that and towing capacities, that sort of stuff, Ellie here will go to sleep because she knows uh, nothing about vehicles. Look, in fact, she has a Holden that was made in Thailand and thinks it's a reasonable it's purchase. It's a great car. Thank you very much. But yes, I don't know anything about cars, so I apologise <laughs> for that lack of knowledge, boys. Well, but you know, that's the beauty of the of the Top Gear and, you know, how we do it. And, and, and I suppose even when... Um, Clarkson, Hammond and May were doing it, you know, it became a show where you didn't necessarily have to be a petrol head to watch it, and that's certainly the case now, and, and I really like it when people say, oh, you know, I'm not a fan of cars, but we love the show now, and we start watching it, you know, so yeah. there's a little bit of something for everything, everyone in it, really, you know, it isn't just, like you say, it's Well, that means about, you're, into, you're entertaining. Know, you know, and at the end of the day, when they say stuff like that, and that's always good to know. Um, obviously, they're never referring to Chris, but um, you know, that's, I'm just doing what I'm doing. No, but, but what we do on the show is, um, Aris, obviously, there's nothing he doesn't know about cars. I mean, I love asking him questions and trying to trip him yes. up on things, but he just knows everything about cars, and that's, that's all there is to it. And when he does these little bits on the show on his own, reviewing a car or talking about a certain motor... I really enjoy that because I love cars. So as well as all the entertainment side, actually those bits are important, mm. but people more or less tuning now for, you know, for the kind of the stunts and, and, and the laughter and everything else. Well, with, with that yeah, said... Bits, when, I, when I do the car testing, basically what happens is everyone watches the fun bits with the two <laughs> bits of eye candy, and then when I do my bit, you go and get a cup of tea or a beer, and then you have a guy on comfort break, and you come back and watch the entertainment. Business. That is not true. The I... petrol heads among us, we stick around because I want to know exactly how many thousands of pounds the uh, latest Pagani is, as far as I'm concerned. But, Chris, here's what we'd like to do for to close out this interview in our wonderful time here. Um, I wouldn't mind putting a situation which pits some of Ellie's um, areas that she knows a lot about against some of the things that you in particular know about. So you with some questions on cars towards Ellie and Ellie with some questions on everything from lady things to cheeseburgers to uh, Australian rules football back to the pair of you. How, how does that sound, Gent? Fantastic. Oh. I love a quiz. Good, because this is my chance to shine. If I get to give you specialty subject questions, then um, I get to feel smart. Because I was like, what can I bring to an interview about cars? I don't know anything about them. Um, so, all right, so what? Do I ask them a question first? All right, Bex? so the first question from Ellie. Please pick your subject matter and address towards Patty and Chris. Okay. Your question. First things first, boys. Um, what ingredients are there in a McDonald's cheeseburger? Uh, no, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. You want about just the basics now, Ellie? Yeah. I want the everything that's in a McDonald's cheeseburger. No, he's not. Okay, she's so not I asking to make it. Can I do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I reckon you've got you've got bread, you've got a beef patty, you've got cheese, you've got lettuce, you've got tomato. No, no, sauce. no lettuce, Chris. No lettuce. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. And you've got a gherkin. There is a gherkin. There's a gherkin. There's ketchup and there's mustard. Yes. Yeah, and there's no lettuce. You're quite right. There's no lettuce, correct? You're missing one ingredient. What, on a, on a McDonald's cheeseburger? Yeah, yeah. Hang just on. This, one. It's there... the best one in my eyes. Hang on. Bread or oh, oh, onion? Yes! Get in. Yeah. Patty, work, get in there. That, you know what that is? That bobbled around in the 16-yard box and it was just tapped in nicely at the end there. <laughs> Lovely. 
That's the beauty of having me and Chris on. We can answer things. If you'd have had Flint off on, it'd have just been silence now. Yeah. yeah. It'd yeah. have still been umming and ahhing what we're in it. He's, no. just, he's, he's probably never eaten one. He's an athlete. Well, and I'm also t- I'm also um, terrified of Freddie after his uh, spell of reverse swing bowling at the Oval in 2005. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't be able to speak myself. Uh, over to you guys, potentially to you, Chris, I'd say. Just a, a question about uh, cars, either cars in general or a particular make. Oh, God, I'm scared. What is the next high-performance car that BMW will launch in the next two months? Um, BMW. Oh, um, this, is, this is good, this, because I thought you were going to ask Chris a question about cars. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, you've put it on his toes. I love it. I'll sit here and have a little coffee. <laughs> Beautiful. BMW. Highlander. Are you doing that thing now oh. where you go, oh, BMW, <laughs> and as you're doing that, you're actually typing it into Google? Well, I, I should have. I should have. Inst- instead, no, I, was, guys, I was rocking back guys, and forth on my butt. She said the BMW Highlander. Now, locally, Is that a thing? No, no, locally in Australia, the Highlander nameplate was on... Uh, large Hyundai SUVs in the oh, late nineties. Is 90s. it actually the name of a car? Uh, well, it was a trim level t- oh, at best. Sure. Chris, what's the answer? It's a BMW M2 CS, and oh. Highlander was a film with Christoph Lambert in it. <laughs> it was. There can be only one. That's not even uh, a name. That's just a bunch of letters. Come you, on. You, well, you're still wrong That's by like a mile. Elon Musk's son's name. You All know right. what I mean? <laughs> Don't <laughs> ever get me started. <laughs> what the hell's that about? <laughs> What the hell? Anyhow, one more, H. Ellie. Uh, all right, very quickly. What Australian city are the West Coast Eagles Australian Rules football team from? Great question. Patty, Chris, from Top Gear. Oh, dear God in heaven. It's my team, uh, What's the name again? The West Coast Eagles. Is that your final answer? Oh, man, you're good at this. He's got it. <laughs> Whoa. Pulled us out. You pulled us out there, Chris. Ellie's hometown. Now, uh, it right. sits at one all, I believe, after this. Give me one more car question, boys, and we can let you go. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll do another car question for you, okay? Something a bit easier. Uh, and, Chris, make it, make it one that the listeners might have an idea about as well. Paddy, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Paddy, how many times okay, in production okay. do you have to say, Chris, could you just dumb that down a little bit <laughs> so that other people might get it? Well, it, okay. not, not so often, actually, because I don't actually speak to Chris off camera. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name? <laughs> What is the actual name of the circuit that hosts the racing at Bathurst? Oh, come on, Ellie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Is it, is it, is it, is it Mount Panorama? Yeah! yeah! Oh, yeah! Right <laughs> we beat you, you <laughs> Top Gear ponies! <laughs> oh, my, do you guys want, do you guys want a fourth host? Because I'm available. Well. I have just got to say, I'm just impressed that Chris Harris has got his computer on and he's he's looking at car <laughs> stuff as opposed to the other thing you normally look at. Yeah, he's been up on other websites all morning. Don't worry about that. From now on, people are going to stop you on the tube and go, excuse me, um, did you get beaten by the fat guy from the Foster's ads <laughs> and some girl from Australia? Uh, Chris and Patty from Top Gear. It's on Nine Rush. We love it. You guys have been superstars. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for coming in. Cheers. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks, Luke.